Hey guys, welcome to We Call It Soccer. Uh, not just in here this week, but in his stead, he sent this recording from his time in Atlanta. Hit a Nick. This is not Kekarnik, reporting from the Mercedes-Benz Arena. Hey, what are y'all doing in those bushes? I've been spotted! I've been spotted! <laughs> okay, okay, I've made it into the stadium. Now to find the front office. Hey, what are you doing here? Oh, Nothing, Brexhay. Look over there. It's Pity Martinez. Pity, pity. I'm sorry. I don't know what I did, but I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Please, please forgive me. Wow, that was a lot easier than I thought. I didn't even have to use my decoy Burning Man tickets. Who, I say, who are you? Uncle Arthur, I'm here with a little demand for you. You're going to keep Frank DeBoer in charge. Or what, do you suppose? Guys, I have four missed calls from the Atlanta police department uh, we uh we, we should call them play the music play the music <laughs> welcome to we call it soccer a podcast by two united fans i'm caleb i'm shane and i'm colin this week notch travels to atlanta to bathe in the city's collective angst over their terrible soccer team so we bring in a guest host to make him talk about his own terrible two Bundesliga team. Do we do we have to do this? Yes, we do, Shane. Yes, we do. So, guys, tomorrow, or at least actually today, by the time that you all have heard this, um, is. The most anticipated day of the year. That's right. Riot Fest announces its lineup. (laughs) Riot Fest is known in the music community for having some of the best reunions of any festival. So here's my question for you. What band, either that you've seen or that you have not seen, would you most want to see reunite? Not a lot of my bands that I've seen have broken up, but I've never got to see the Gaslight Anthem. Let them come back. Or I just saw a poster of Jack's Mannequin in uh, Nick's office, so like, I'd love to see them live. I saw Andrew McMahon in the, in the Wilderness a couple years ago. He yeah. was really good, but Jack's Mannequin yeah. is better in my opinion. I saw a couple of something corporate shows when I was nice. a young, young lad. So, Jane, what do you think? I I got nothing. Um, I'm sorry. I, I, I listen to a lot of music, but I don't know who's been broken well, up and who's still together. Can I pitch one to you? Sure. Uh Kanye and a stable mental state. Oh, oh yeah, that's actually a good one. Like Kanye before Kim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Riot Fest does miracles, but I don't think they can do that. <laughs> um, I think it's more likely that Fugazi gets back together. Oh, which, <laughs> to be honest, that would be with the Fuji's opening. Uh I mean, <laughs> that would show. be a very be a strange show. show. But I do honestly hope that. I mean, it's the 15th anniversary of Riot Fest, and there's kind of whispers that they didn't do so well last year and might have to finish it off well, at 15. Well, so you, you didn't go last year, that's why. I know, I know. Like, I, I am the sole reason that Riot Fest is fantastic. When I am not there, it is terrible. And so. only fast was, you have the, the stats to back it up. Oh, yeah, oh, totally. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, they've only had one <clears throat> good festival ever. Anyway, uh, 
<laughs> As we mentioned, Notch is off on assignment this week, so we brought Shane in. Shane, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for uh, having me on. I'm long time listener. First time caller. First time caller. It's weird that you're doing this on a phone. <laughs> yeah, when you're in the room with us. It's yeah. crazy. But. I mean, like we've got computers. You're you're actually reading notes on your phone. Yeah, I, on, I mean, I'm very very unprepared. I will take the I will take the blame for this one. I told him what he needed at like 11 o'clock today. You just said beer, didn't you? And headphones and an iPad or a computer, which I had neither at work. But he brought ah. the beer, and that's what's important. Good for you guys. Well, sitting looking back to my past mistakes of today, let's look forward in our, or I just look back on the past week in the Loon's history and our sediments. Don't look back in anger. In the segments, we discuss Minnesota United FC and look forward. Only forward, good God, only forward. Although, this past week, not so bad. Yeah, I mean, it, it could have been a much worse week for the Loons. Uh, 1-0 loss in a friendly against Bundesliga side Hertha Berlin. A lot I, of, sorry to interrupt. A good chance to get our young players on. They all look pretty good. Brought them, a lot of them up from forward Madison. So yeah, it's fun to see them play, actually. Definitely that. I mean, uh, Hassani Dotson started his fantastic week yeah um jump on that hassani hype train now yeah like yeah like i i was shorting his stock when (laughs) the season started like i i could not understand why they made the pick in the second round i didn't see it in the scouting tape but sure enough you know he's he's come in and actually been the most productive super draft pick at least of this year yeah, and speaking of super draft picks, our number one pick, St. Clair, looked pretty good. Yeah. Some good saves off some good quality talent in Hertha Berlin. They didn't feel the rotated side at all. Nah, I think it was like maybe three players that weren't in their final day game against uh, Bayer Leverkusen. But like, Granted, they lost that game 5-1. But also like uh, do some great talent in Duda, uh, Solomon Tolu, yeah. Mark Odriic. They just are tat. So if you can secure it, it's it's very adorable and loves shade, even though he hates tats. I know. It's perfect. Um, Speaking of hating cats, you know what we hated? When St. Clair parried that directly into somebody's path. Yeah, it's a rookie mistake. And he's a rookie, and it's Mm -hmm. in a game that doesn't matter. I'm glad he was out there for all 90 minutes. That's what was needed. He needs a lot of time, and I kind of wish we'd loan him out to someplace not Ford Madison. yeah, yeah, you're right. The goal, goal is kind of crowded in Madison. Maybe a different uh, a USL Championship side would be more apt for him right yeah. now. I mean, like Tom yeah. Martin, also did look yeah. uh, quite solid in 90 minutes, including 45 minutes, according to him, in his first ever appearance as a right back ever. He looked, he looked okay. He looked fine. He looked fine. <laughs> yeah. And he apparently played 90 minutes the day before, or like three days before. Yeah, for Hartford. Playing in um, the D.C. suburbs where it was 90 plus degrees and Ooh. humid. So. I will say this for Martin. He has some heavy tackles, and I like that from him because yeah, he's just he's, very physical. Other than Ozzy, you don't really have that at the moment. Exactly. Very aggressive player. A lot of fun to watch him. Uh, I liked Toy. He showed his pace. I wish he could get a little bit better first touches, a little bit better positioning. Um, but he showed a lot of potential again. Yeah, especially when he moved up front. Well, he was playing on the right wing for most of the game. Uh, once Dunlady got subbed out, 
he moved centrally and you could definitely tell that was where he was more comfortable. Was it toy or was it his evil twin? I don't remember when toy drew a goatee because that was like soap opera bullshit I mean, right there. He also is a lot more jacked than he used to be. He hit the gym heavily during the off season. So um, that could explain some things. Um, the only negative out of this game really was uh, Kevin Molino uh, getting a some sort of hamstring pull. Uh, yeah. Definitely thought to be more serious than it was, but it took him off for the for the weekend game. But he yeah. should be back hopefully soon. Yeah, the way he walked off the pitch, I was pretty worried. He yeah. looked like he looked defeated walking yes, off that pitch. Yep. Um, in actual game news, uh, Minnesota ended up winning one nil over Houston on the weekend. How in the actual fuck are we not allowing goals? Um, we don't have a player named Fernando Falvo anymore. Respect. So much no disrespect. Respect. My my God. I mean, I, it, it's kind of a beaten horse at this point on Minnesota's social and all that stuff because he, he's gotten so much vitriol from his disappointing play with us and also the way he left. It kind of yeah. was like, oh, yeah, we'll give you some goodwill. It's fine. You want to do, do some new scenery. But then he kind of threw the team under the bus and it's like, well, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, so, exactly. But I mean, this was another game where they had a rotated back line, though. They had Hassani Dotson playing as a left back or as a right back, no, rather. Oh, he was a left, was, back. left oh, back. Man, he was a left back. He was, a right back. was on the right. He was a, he was a right back for yeah. the Hertha game. Yes. And then he was a left back also in the Hertha game, <laughs> which was equally like not his position at all you can you could definitely tell in the hertha game that he was a lot more comfortable on the right he still did look solid as a left back though i can think of maybe one or two mistakes that he made allowing players to get through crosses yeah but other than that's not that bad for a rookie yeah that's why his passing was solid Crosses were decent. I mean, yeah, he wasn't getting as far forward as like even Eric Miller would on the left, but it was still effective. And he had Miguel Bar in front of him, who was a relatively defensive-minded wing Definitely. who didn't get forward. So that kind of helped him. A little bit of backup there. Yep. They interchanged well on that side. Yeah. And letting in crosses isn't that big of a deal this year because we're much better in the air with Vito and Dole is much better picking out crosses. And also... Yep. When Opara's in, he's a beast in the air. Tomlin's always been a beast in the air. And Botchell's game in the air has improved quite a bit. And he's improved quite a bit since his terrible game in Toronto. Yes, indeed. Um, this was another game where Ike Opara um, wasn't in the starting lineup. He's had some sort of contact, like knee-to-knee sort of injury that he's been dealing with. Um, he came in late for, as a sub yep. to, to uh, shore up the defense. Yep. But... So it hopefully that's going to be enough for him to at least be in contention to start against Atlanta. Um, yeah, we're going to need him. Yes. Uh, Ramon Metanier. The goal scorer. Indeed it was. That. He totally, totally meant, to, meant do to do that. I mean, I I was actually, my seats are on that side of Allianz away from the Wonderwall. So as a result, <clears throat> that cross shot thing happened directly in front of me like he was probably no more than 20 yards away from me when he took it that was definitely going to be on net if it was not deflected and we'll take your word for it you did a better angle than i did from the wonder wall or shane did it from his tv yeah 
Yeah. So it looked like uh, across from me. It, it probably was a cross, but it was probably a cross that was going towards the center of the goal. And so. MLS scores saw it the way you did. He exactly. still has the goal. Yep. Um, assist by Yandre Douche, the worst player on the team toward the Reddit, which is a whole bunch of bullshit. If you ever wanted to know why Reddit is a terrible place, look at the scarf. I mean, look at all of the <laughs> comments about Jan Gregus. Um, there were a lot of chances that Houston had in this game. Houston, was, that Houston had a lot of chances that we had as well. Yeah. Um, I think theirs were snuffed out due to better defending, better closing out. You saw uh, Grey Douche and Botsall even jumping out in front of people in front of the, at the edge of the box. Uh, it must have been something that they focused on in practice because we've been known to give up goals like that from mm-hmm. far out. Um, also some poor finishing from Houston and from Minnesota in this. Quintero with almost a worldy goal. Yeah, like six minutes. Also right in front of you. <laughs> directly in front of me. I'm telling you guys, not being in the Wonderwall, fantastic sometimes. I mean, we've seen Hot take. two goals. Two Minnesota goals have been stored on this yeah. Wonderwall yeah, two goals. side. Yeah. So... Just saying, just saying. We're more than 40% of the way through the season. Is it too early, too late to say that we can be cautiously optimistic? The way the home form has been, yeah, we can be cautiously optimistic. We're undefeated at home in such games, and sure, have those are draws, but... We haven't done too bad away as well. We started off the year a lot better than we... our recent form away, but yeah, a few yeah, away wins are pretty good yeah. and pretty yeah. helpful towards Better than the usual. playoff race. Yeah, uh, and um, if you don't mind, uh, the teams we played at home where we had we are undefeated have been top of the table teams, not top like number one teams, but yeah. like top four, top five. Yeah, teams. we haven't like, we yeah. haven't played LAFC yet. No, obviously, but we played. But, I think Seattle was second in the West. Houston was it was third. Yep. Uh, DC. DC was. They're top I think number one in yeah. the East, and we played them. Uh, um, New York City now is yeah. higher up than they were when we played them, but still, Galaxy we, was fairly high up when we played like them. The first team we'll play that is actually like not, not above us good. in the table is going to be uh, Cincinnati at the end of the month. The, we or played Columbus already, but they were no, <laughs> they, they hadn't fallen at that by that point. They had fallen quite a bit. <laughs> They were, so, still, they were still in the playoffs. Yeah. I, I, I don't think they are anymore. But. I'll say this. We do need to be worried about the amount of goals being scored. Oh, of course. The finishing has not been good, but, but we're taking, we are compensating for that with yeah. much better defense. Which hasn't happened in the past. Exactly. But also those chances will be taken better or will be not saved miraculously by goalies like Rasmus Schuler's should have been goal or Ethan Finley's goal just, just going over. Yeah. Those chances are still being taken. They're still in the positions to take those chances. Yeah. It's yeah. not a go Darwin's going to put one in the back of that one of these times. Um, oh, he's got it. He's got it. Yeah. He's been very close. And by the time that this episode comes out, you all will be getting super hyped for uh, the Wednesday game against Atlanta. Uh, try and find Notch somewhere in the Mercedes Bend crowd. I'm sure they'll show him one or two times. Well, at least two times for as many times as we store. We're going to win 2 on that game. Calling it right now. Calling it that. right now. More Molino girls? No, nah, it's going to be Darwin and Ibarra. Old. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's move in to our next segment, the championship. But the championship is a game. Yes, we know, producer Nick. 
But it is also the segment where we discuss America's top leagues, the NWSL and MLS. NWSL is definitely getting into World Cup attrition mode, uh, but they still had four games on the weekend. First up, Sky Blues took on the Portland Thorns. Sky Blues still without a win. Still not good for Sky Blues. Uh, Portland dominated this game despite only scoring once. As is expected against Sky Blues. Even with the amount of players that they were missing, Sky Blues not having Carly Lloyd, that's going to be that's their one saving grace for them it's yeah it's bad yep uh utah Mid-first with a oh, good garbage goal in the uh 69th minute uh utah royals beat early the orlando pride two nothing uh terrible tackled for a pt in this one it was so bad it was, it was, the was not, worst tackle yeah. of the week yeah pretty much um easily converted by utah uh, mackenzie doniak then had about roughly 77 yards of space at least yeah um, run in easily for the second for Utah. Um, Nicole Barnhart with a pair of pretty solid punches to keep the only halfway opportunities yeah. out for Orlando. Orlando is not doing well. They're bad. They're really bad. <laughs> and again, you know, Alex Morton or Alex Morgan is gone on international. Is Marta gone yet, or is she? Uh, Marta is gone, but uh, she also has picked up some sort of thigh injury, so Perfect. she might not be at full strength for Brazil and anyway. When do Sky Blues and Orlando play, or have they played already? Um, you know, I don't know when that Ouroboros of suck happens. <laughs> Circle that date. <laughs> it's funny because that that's what an Ouroboros is, because it's the. Oh, yeah, circle I, I, that's totally, eating I totally, itself. I totally meant to do that. That's that's why I made that totally sick joke. Puns, guys, <laughs> puns. Great joke. Chicago Red Stars. Don't patronize me, Shane. <laughs> Chicago Red Stars definitely missed Sam Kerr in this game. They lost two nil at home against the Washington Spirit. Not necessarily a great offensive performance by the Spirits, uh, but some horror defending by Chicago, particularly on that first goal. Yeah, it they just didn't look like they could do any defending all the whole time. It, it, Chicago really never had any control in the game, and it was a pretty easy game for Washington. Yep. Yeah, and, pretty easy to do for Washington with, well, like you were saying, probably the best goalkeeper who's not in a national team pool and also going against a team without their best player. Exactly. Uh, three straight wins for the Spirit. So I, I'm, I'm, I mean, latching on. Yeah, I I'm latching can, on to that. Yeah really a bold prediction I made last year (laughs) in saying that they were going to be the most fun team to watch. Uh, That did not come true until now. Uh, Rain FC getting a kind of surprise, but not really 2-1 win over the North Carolina Courage. That is a team that is decimated by World Cup call-ups. Yeah, a team that's dominated this lead for a long time now. And even back, dating back, back to Western the flash New York days, flash. yeah. And it's nice to see that there'll be a new NWSL crown champion probably this year, but which wasn't this way. I wish the team would get better than the Church instead of the Church getting worse. Yeah. Um, go check out Neil Morris's Twitter account when he was live tweeting this game. It was 35 shades of dire, like. And 50 shades of gray. It got really weird at the end. Okay. It, it, I, that game actually got <laughs> really weird at the end. 
A um, couple of pretty solid goals for the rain early, but then um, Abby Arce got a make weight goal late on and two stoppage time near misses for the courage. Moving to MLS, the all-star ballot is out and there are some terrible players on there and some good players that were left well, off. I haven't seen it yet. So let me guess. Um, there's about 70 Atlanta players. But they're somehow missing Miles Robinson, who has actually they, been a good player for Atlanta this year. I think Atlanta's youth squad's on there, too. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Fairly certain. Um, they bothered putting people from FC Cincinnati and Colorado on there. That That's a problem. Is it Primislav Titan? And I was surprised I not know, to see Titan on there. I don't know. Axel Schulberg, is he still? Uh, he is still on there. Good? He's I, not. He, he's not. Um, also, Brian Rill got nominated for Orlando. <laughs> Ooh. Why? Exactly. Did Vito, did Vito get nominated? Uh yes, he did. Good. Yes, yep. he has five clean sheets. You didn't mention that. Five clean sheets, two behind the leader, Bill Hamid. Yes, indeed. Granted. And Brian Rowe has weird hair that somehow doesn't move when he plays. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Uh Red Bulls started out the week in midweek with a two-two draw against Vancouver. Um, there's nothing like a game that starts with a 29th minute highlight. Oh, it's great when you can just like, what was that game on? I said it was 7.30, right? Oh, it was 7. Oh, I didn't miss anything. It's oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. Um, Ardais had a really nice run down the flank. Uh, pass it through the box to Scott Sutter on the far post for the opener. Uh, McMath, the McMath was in goal for Vancouver in this one. Uh, taking over for Crepeau, whatever I say his name. Crepeau. Crepeau. I trapo, even though he's not that trap. He's actually pretty good. Yeah, he's been he's he's been a lot more solid uh, than uh. God damn it, Shane! That's a poop joke. I, I'm 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 too focused on my notes. I'm so sorry. It's it's okay. Relax. Trying to loosen you up a little bit, yeah. unlike yeah. Trapo, who is solid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Kaku almost had uh, Kaka. More poop jokes. Uh, Kaku almost had a nice uh, chip cross, and but McMath, you know, yeah, nice, fart noise great. on the soundboard, Nick. Great oh, save. Probably he for says the no. Oh, probably well. the um, The ensuing quarter on that one uh, was headed in by Amro Tarek uh, for Red Bulls opener. Andy Rose then deflected I an own goal for the totally Red Bulls. Didn't realize Andy Rose was still playing. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's still a person. I know he's still a person. Shocking. I didn't know he was still playing well, somewhere. Uh, the amount of concussions the man has had. Oh, God. Oh, God. It, it, <laughs> who knows? Uh, but Freddie Montero scored a PK. VAR granted a penalty for a handball and a last-minute save by Luis Robles. Mother of God, uh, that man Two last-minute saves, he, Robles and I think McMath, like a minute before. It, was, yeah. it could have been gone either way in this game. It yes, was, indeed. Robles was all over. He was saving goals left and right besides the two he didn't. Yeah, he besides <laughs> Robles, besides Rob- those important two, <laughs> Robles he robbled but he didn't fall down. All right, so yeah, yeah. Remember those toys when you were a kid? Never mind. Let's move sure. on. Robles robble, but they don't fall down. Yep. <laughs> Orlando, right. Orlando uh, lost one nothing to the Galaxy on a Jonathan Uno Santo goal because he scored once and also yes, is only though just only, only Santo. Yeah. You guys got it. Yes, yes, yes. We, we we understand. I'm um, trying to just cross that joke into the ground. It's not, it never hits, but I'm yeah. just going to keep trying, man. I mean, always try to hit that low, low-hanging curve. Um, Jonathan Dos Santos also gave up a very bad and very dumb penalty, but then guess what happened? I've... Uh, 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 uh,
no, not, not, not me. Not, no. Because no. he, he <clears throat> took a terrible penalty. Yeah, he's really the Sebastian Giovingo of Orlando. <laughs> like, terrible at <laughs> <in> penalties, <laughs> scores goals otherwise. And was is, Gio that bad at penalties? Oh, Gio was terrible. I don't remember. I don't remember Gio, that. I think, might have made like 25% of the penalties I took. Ooh. Oh, you know what Wayne Gretzky said? You don't. Or is that Michael Jordan? Michael I, Scott said yeah, that. Yeah, it's Michael, Michael Scott. Scott said that. Yeah, I know it's know Michael Scott. So, yeah, so. Uh, David Bingham had a good game. I mean, he even a lot of solid saves, a lot of diving saves, um, a lot of punches. He didn't hang on to the ball that much, but he got the ball, kept the ball in that. Yeah, yep. a lot of some juicy rebounds, but the Dallas defense was there to clean up for him. Yep. Uh, the Galaxy broke a four-game losing streak in this one. Orlando, they lost their fourth in five. And now is the time on the podcast where usually Notch would play some Barry White and bring out lotion from we can't tell where. but We don't want to know where. <laughs> yeah. Like, he goes down in his basement and finds it. I've heard terrible things about that basement. Um, RSL 2, <laughs> Atlanta 1. Bofo Saucedo opens up the scoring Bounced it past Brad Guzan. Yeah. Uh, is Guzan a goalkeeper? Should we have this conversation now or later? Um, I Seems feel like, like we've had this conversation a lot. Shane, in. you listen to the podcast. Have we had this conversation before? Yes, it, it happens a lot, but it's because he's so hit or miss. He's one game. You see why he was on the national team for so long. And another game, you're like, it, is he good? Is he is he paying attention? Does he care? And that's almost all of Atlanta right now. Is are they paying attention? Do they really care? That is very very accurate. <laughs> that oh is my some apt analysis. What are you doing on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, like I'm fairly certain that we saved that for fifty five one. Um. Anyway, uh, Joseph Martinez scored oh, a goal off of a cross from Iranian international Justin Miram. Yeah, announcers. He's not Iraqi. That's a really poor mistake to make. Uh, actually, he is Iraqi. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. Iraqi. That, that, he's, that's he's, the problem. Yeah, yeah. They call yeah. him Iranian in the in the telecast. Not great. Bob. Yeah, the, those are two very different countries. Yeah. That, that don't really like each other. But they not made, <laughs> made up for it when Jim Severino d- dancing outside the box. Have I, a shot. Have, have a, a shot. shot. And narrative. like peer pressure much. Ron Howard voice. Boy, did he. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Beauty in? from outside oh. the box. 94th minute leaving Frank DeBoer in absolute I mean, shock and horror. It hysterics. wasn't a goal. No, 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 no. Was not a goal. But, yeah, it was, it was a goal. Yeah, Oh, I really hate that call. Yeah, I really, like, like they'll do it. I'm like, that one probably deserved it. But they'll do it like, oh, this guy tapped it in from two yards out. Yeah, I, I mean, no, Severino, like if there is a goal that deserves that shout, sure, I'll give it to that one. But no, no goals deserve that. Don't say <laughs> it's not a goal because I'm only halfway <clears throat> listening and I might think to myself, oh, did this get called off? Like, was somebody offside? I don't know. I don't You're know. You're here first. Please stop making that call because we're lazy and not paying attention very much. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, speaking of not paying attention very much, uh, LAFC 4-2 win over Montreal with Evan Bush giving Christian Ramirez maybe the easiest goal of his life. It is a screamer. Dude. <laughs> A back pass towards Evan Bush and Christian Ramirez just showed some hustle and put the ball right into his leg. Bounced right in. Such a screamer that even the cat was like, meow. 
Uh, he's not going to score any easier ones, but no, it, no. It, it was a good hustle goal. No, it was absolutely. He he, he deserved the goal because he created that goal by pressing uh, Evan Bush. Yes, indeed. And it's also a no look goal because so I tried to like look away from the contact and see someone high just yeah. bounce off his foot and in. So it's like no he half, look, yeah he halfway looked back at it once it hit him. I was like, oh yeah, I just scored and celebrated before it even went into the net. And because the yeah. man knows, yeah, and the LAFC, man knows how to score goals. LAFC looked really good, like they do in almost every single game in this game. Uh, Carlos Vela with another goal. Um, Atif Plaza and Tristan Blackman add more goals, just tearing apart the Montreal defense. The only way they were Montreal was able to store in this game was because of LAFC. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, was a cross in and that hit one of LAFC's players. I don't know which one it was. I want to say at West, uh, but no, nah, I think it was Eddie Segura, wasn't it? Yeah, Eddie Segura. Yeah, who's silently had a really good season. And remember when he for, was uh, not going to be going to LAFC? I don't, because he no. was apparently supposed to be going to us first. I don't remember that at all. We even talked about it on the show, and we were like, "We don't believe any of these rumors." Whenever people tell them. And sure enough, he goes to LAFC and is probably going to make the All Star game. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, oh wait, no, I take that back. No, I believe that was, no, he, he he's, wasn't. It he's was... one of the super dumb snubs because they put Stephen Bateshore on that list and said, "Did they watch? Did they watch the games?" I think they just look I mean, at the stats. not bad, but yeah. Sidor's been better. Yes, indeed. Um, also, a penalty uh, drawn by Jackson Hamel on uh, Walter Zimmerman, converted by Safir Tadair, but really, they never, Montreal was never in this game. No. So. But <laughs> moving on to another former loon, uh, Chicago 1, New York City FC 1. It should have been more from New York City FC, let's be honest. Guys. It absolutely yeah. should have. And whose fault was that, Shane? Whose fault was it? Yeah. I'll, I'll give you like one guess. Whose fault would it be that Chicago should have let in a bunch more goals? Oh, it's Calvo's fault. It's oh, yeah. Calvo's oh, yeah. fault. I thought you were going to blame someone on New York FC. Oh, like, no. Dude, I was I mean, going to blame I the post. You softball and you froze yeah. up like I was throwing you a, a I was going to blame curve. the post. They hit the post a ton of times. Uh, this yeah, that, that is true. But uh, no, we're, we're thinking much more concrete than abstract. Okay. Francisco Calvo, yet again, terrible in this game. Multiple times, he just had people running right behind him. And then he was like, hey, why didn't you cover this person? Um, because he was literally right next to you. You he was, fucking dumbass. He was playing like he had just had a full bottle of Malort. <laughs> yeah, a nice little jog. Um, I remember once he there a ball kind of fell towards a New York FC player, and he just kind of stood there staring at him, and the guy missed. It's a, he's just not moving. No, which is that's and, what he did for us. Yeah, he never really had great positioning. What didn't really have awareness of where other players or his own players were on the pitch, and I'm just waiting for Schweine to strangle him. <laughs> that's gonna happen once or sooner or later. Uh, but uh, so who scored the first goal for Chicago? It was like a, they had reviewed it for yeah, a while. I don't, they had to take a look at it. Brant Bronco with a fantastic pass for it. They, I can't remember if it was called an own goal or if it was given to Al Sapong. Either way, after I think it was given to CJ Sapong. Fairly but, certainly. Uh, yeah. Was reviewed given after VAR. Um, Matrista. They should probably cover him. 
yeah. outside the box. Yeah, somebody you, somebody should be on the guy that was bought for nine million earlier this year. Yeah, uh, scores the equalizer. Um, Heber had that run past uh, Calvo that he probably should have scored on, where Calvo yeah. just put his arms out, and went, "Okay, we're fine. No one's coming." Oh no! And then yelled at his defender. Sounds Dude. like yeah, Calvo. Uh, New York City four wins, five draws, no losses since March. Chicago. Um, they have been more respectable since Francisco Calvo showed up to one and one in four games. But that San Jose game just kind of looms over them at this point, doesn't it? Yeah. It's just such it, a it poor really, result. really does. Uh, with that, on that sad note for them, uh, let us take <laughs> a short break. We'll be back with you with more We Call It Soccer. <laughs> And welcome back to We Call It Soccer, dropping back into the championship. But the championship is a game. No, Nick, it is a segment. That's what it is. Uh, Vancouver with a 2-1 victory over FC Dallas. We need to talk more about how well Mark Dos Santos has finally settled in. Yeah, and we kind of expected this just not this early in the season, I think. We, right, We know he's yeah. the coach, yeah. and... Uh, once the system would kind of kick in, you kind of wondered how they would do with the pl- player personnel that they've gotten. But Ali Adnan turned out to be a pretty good signing for them. I mean, we we thought that it was going to be a terrible signing after that stupid Panenka. But yeah, he has actually uh, turned out to be a yeah. good left uh, back. He had a good goal to open the score in this one. Split the defense and on the edge of the box and just curled it around uh, Jesse Gonzalez for the opening goal. And yeah, Vent- uh, Vancouver's been silently getting better and better. They're they're one of the teams I've had just to be dismal all year, and MDS kind of has kicked them into, into shape pretty pretty quickly. Yep, three wins out of six, plus a draw in May. Uh, Dominic Badgie scored late on to give Dallas Angels respectability. They are sliding badly um, over the last six games, just two draws and four losses. New England, another team that's almost resurgent? Almost. Yeah. And turns out Brad Friedel was a really bad hire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. A 1 1 draw against DC United. Uh, some people actually showed up to see Wayne Rooney in this game. Uh, Gillette Stadium looked a lot more full than it usually does. Well, they got to see him get concussed. Oh my God. Did they ever? Uh, Matt Turner runs out to the top of his box. And then just like flying clotheslines, Wayne Rooney. Easy I mean, it's at cards. Gillette. Thought it was a football game. Yeah. Thought he was going to play for the Patriots. <laughs> Shit. I mean, if that happened in the secondary, that would be like pass interference, possibly a targeting. Yeah, that'd be a targeting. He'd be out of the game. But um, down a man, though, um, New England draws first blood. Juan Agadello scores. But then, oh, no. Oh no, Brandon Bye. Brandon Bye. Uh handball. Former, former former crow Brandon Bye. Handball. Uh Waza scores the penalty. Yes, even though he, I think uh Ben Olsen just told him aim for the middle goal and he did and it was fine. Yeah. Cody Cropper did get a hand to it. But no, Brad Knighton got a hand Brad to Knighton it. Got it. Cody Cropper. They, they all look the seen. same. <laughs> all those goalkeepers, they're shaved heads and they're tall and have 
Long arms. Long arms. Yes, indeed. They all look the same yeah. to me. Uh, DC Is that following racist? Up, um, <laughs> if we say no and just say that they look like Brad Friedel. Is that they worse? They do look like Brad Friedel. They do. They do. And that's really unfortunate for them. Um, <laughs> just one win, just three goals for DC in their last four games. Uh, FC Cincinnati continue to be FC Cincinnati-tastic. 2-0 loss at home against the Red Bulls. And they probably should have gotten more out of this game. Uh, Fernando Adi with a couple of close shots, but who cares about him? He's a garbage person. Yeah. Um, uh, Frankie Amaya, though. Yeah, Frankie Frankie Amaya, Amaya, though. Yeah, a couple of very, very nice runs. Some shots off the crossbar. Just excellent work by the number one draft pick this year. He is going to eventually be really good. Yes. Eventually. Eventually. But that doesn't make things any better for FC Cincinnati. Um, Luis Robles, a couple of really, really great saves in the first half. Then Kaku goes on as a sub shreds Matthew Deplane's wheels and Deplane, Deplane. <laughs> shoots it Sorry. through Spencer Ritchie. Omer Fernandez also gets a goal. Um with a crouching what, header hidden hidden Red Bull. Um but Red Bull. I'm trying I gotta, I gotta like, snore out a person Nick. I'm gonna take that yeah. as a win. Yeah, sure. Um speaking of taking as a win, uh one win and one draw in ten games for FC Cincinnati. Maybe Cock wasn't the dis- wasn't no, wait, no. his name is I our statues are running into yeah. real life. I don't know. Yeah. I mean <laughs> they're really cocking this one up. Um Damn it. Philadelphia with a three one loss at home against Portland. Brian Fernandez really looks good in yeah. a loss. Uh, you know how those international signings usually take like half a season to like really fit into MLS? <laughs> not not him. No, nope. no, 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 no. Three goals no, no, in no, no, two no, games, no. two of them in this game. Uh, Philly did score like the dumbest goal I've <laughs> ever seen. Uh, Bedoya hits the post and like dribbles across the line behind. Was it Anthony Lando or Steve Clark? Uh, Steve Clark. Steve Clark, and just kind of just like spun like slow motion, Clark, like, like and he was going slow motion too. It's like waves his arm across it, and it was too late and went over the well, line. It was hilarious. He was resigned to the fact that it was hitting the post, and he's like, "Oh, well, I guess I'm not touching the ball." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Poor goalkeeping, but um, also didn't really matter in the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, he did have a couple of solid saves later. Diego Valeri uh, sealed the game off of an assist from Fernandez. Yeah, uh, GS Haverise turns Portland season around as well. Um, yeah, really four wins on the, on the road. Yeah, four wins out of their last six, and yeah, that road run is just about done. They have one more or two more. I believe one more game on the road. Possibly two, but then they'll say one. They'll be a Providence till the end of time. Yeah, seventeen out of their next twenty-two. Once they are done with that road stretch, will be at Providence Park, Uh, Colorado, making us ask the question: Are Colorado good? Uh, Shane, you're new. What do you think? No. Correct. Bingo. Correct. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) three-two win over Columbus. yeah, uh, just a. This is a weird. This game. is a weird game. Weird Very sound mentioning in this game on the highlights. Um, but overall, I think like notable notes here: Jonathan Lewis throws his first as a rapid. Yep. Uh, uh, Sam Nicholson with the assist there had a bunch of really good chances as well. A lot of good runs. Yeah. Yeah. Made team the, of the team of the week. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Mosquita wins the game with an excellent shot into the upper Ooh. ninety. Just. Mm-hmm. N- nasty 
Um, Colorado has won two in a row after they lost eight straight games. Uh, Columbus, on the other hand, eight losses out of nine. I thought Caleb Porter is dumb and just spell his name right. It's, I didn't right. realize that a K would help them so much. It helped them That's, so yeah. much. Um, producer next favorite game of the week. SKC with a 3-2 win over the Seattle Sounders. We do have but to... But the championship is a game. <laughs> did you say championship? Or did he... I, I didn't say... But the championship is a game. I said it, so I need to play it. So yeah, I reach over and... This game never happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick <laughs> is just trying everything that he can to erase us. He's also trying as hard as he can to stop from crying that Chad Marshall has announced his immediate retirement. Is Chad Marshall the best defender in MLS history? Yeah. Um, if not, tell me who it is. I can't think of anyone else, really. I mean, you could argue some guys from early, like, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, Marcelo Balboa, maybe. Yeah. But, I, but Chad Marshall has been, yeah. was spent his entire career in MLS. Yeah. So it really made him the top of the forerunner. Uh, Columbus and Seattle, was there another team in there? Nope. No, there's those two. And just a stalwart defender. Um, I think there was a stat where he had, like, in his 15 seasons, he had, like, a surprisingly little amount yeah, of like yellows and reds. 12 yellow cards or something like that. Uh, two red cards, one of which was rescinded on appeal. In 15 seasons. As That's a not fucking one season. center back. Yeah. Just it, it, ridiculous, ridiculously great career. Um, Seattle could probably use some better center backs at this point as well. Uh, Kim Kihi goes down with an injury in this game as well. Uh, Johnny Russell, meanwhile, just set fire to everyone else. So um, they probably have a bunch of burns on them. It might not be good for them to be playing in the next few days. My theory is uh, Johnny Russell couldn't recognize anyone else on his team because there's so many injuries in Kansas City. So he's just like, went, I'm going to take this all by myself. And he, Especially for the second goal, he drove around, was it Nick, uh, five or six Seattle defenders? I think it was 17 defenders. <laughs> he's not even he's acknowledging us. Yeah, he, he's just <laughs> planning to erase this whole segment. I mean, but, he just kind of ran straight and the Seattle got out of his way. He's like, put your shirt on. Put your yeah. shirt on and put the nunchucks away. Okay? <laughs> Calm down, bud. Calm down. Uh, Tim Milia also got himself uh, out of being lit on fire late. Um <laughs> Caught a chip before he uh, ended up getting the ball on the rebound late in the game. Then on a separate play a couple of minutes later, stopped the ball on the line after it went through his legs. Yeah, uh, Seattle was lucky, was unlucky not to get at least a point here in Kansas City. But Timilia is one of the best goalkeepers around. And he made some mistakes, but he can rebound from them pretty quickly. Yep, yep. first um, win yep. in eight for SKC. Moving on to our final MLS game of the week. Uh, Toronto loses 2-1 to one to San Jose. What? Matias Almeida, maybe the whole entire like one-on-one man-marking thing is working? It's it's lessened over the last month or two, but it's, it's taking effect, I think, now that he knows who can play that. They've been able to pull it off. The other side of it is that Chris Wondolowski just keeps scoring Wando goals. The dam broke, and now he only scores. Yeah, and- Cavill is a striker whisperer. Yes, so indeed. we need him to yeah. 
get burned a couple times by Don Lottie. That'd yep. be great if you could do that. Yeah, the first <laughs> first goal of his was effectively his only touch the first half off of a uh, cross from Christian Espinoza. His second goal in the second half was basically the exact same goal yeah, with yeah. the exact same conditions of the amount of touches that Chris Wondolowski had, yep. which is the most Chris Wondolowski possible scoreline ever. That's what he's do. That's what he's been best at. He's a poacher through and through, and that's what... He, that's how he's gotten all those goals. Yeah. And that's how he broke the record. Yeah. And Indeed. he's been building the record and he's well, how old? 36, you said? I believe so. Mm-hmm. So do you think he's done for this year? No. If San Jose doesn't make the playoffs, do you think he's done? No. I, 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 think, I don't think I he's think, done anyway. I think he'll want to stay playing. Does San Jose want him to stay playing? Though? Okay. Yeah. Something okay. like that. Without further ado, let's move into our next segment. Keep hope alive. Yes, here's to hoping that the U.S. national teams uh, keep it up as the women go into a World Cup, as the men start the qualification process for theirs, and as the U-20s compete in their own World Cup. Two games this week, uh, one of them not not so fantastic against the Ukraine, 2-1 defeat for the Baby Nets. Yeah, uh, Sergi Dest gets kind of burned by Ukraine. He was the right Back. Yes, right yeah. back. He is he's a winger, I think. Yeah. It, it it's become painfully obvious over the last year or Whoa. so with his performances at Ajax and also with the national team. He just gets beaten on balls over the top. But Colin, since when has the US converted a winger into a right back? That's never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Cervania got on the end of a fantastic team pass effort for the equalizer, but Ukraine uh, won it three minutes into the second half on a corner. Better result for the U-20s against Nigeria. Uh, they won 2 nothing in this one. Sebastian Soto, um, the Hanover striker, with a brace in this one. Yeah, and Brady Scott... Some great saves by, by him and that for the Baby Nats. He's at uh, FC Cologne. Cologne. Yep. Cologne. If you want to be American, say Cologne, but it's yes. Cologne. It's Cologne. Um, know his name. He's going to be pretty good. There's a lot of young uh, U.S. national players in Germany, which is kind of fun to see. They're all at you know high up clubs like uh, Cologne, Cologne and uh, Hanover and Wolfsburg and yeah. Notch Stuttgart. Uh, Definitely yeah. not Stuttgart. No Americans <laughs> at Stuttgart. Um, nope. The U.S. women's team uh, just with their final game tuning up for the World Cup at home. 3-0 win over Mexico. Pretty comprehensive one at yeah. that. Yeah, a pretty um, easy win. The most notable news from this game is that Ben Rapinoe had dyed her hair paint and it looks awesome. It looks mm-hmm. fantastic. Let's move, move into our next segment. <laughs> they call it football. Every football team will be playing football several times and in various combinations. They might have come up with the word, but the English don't call it soccer. And in this segment, we talk about football from the United Kingdom. And this week, playoff finals. Playoff championships? 
but the championship GG. is a game. You almost missed that too there. <laughs> yeah, Nick. I saw him sleeping. That's, that's why it was a good, good call out by you. Um, Aston Villa with a 2-1 win over Derby County, which means that the Loons friendly opponents will be Premier League bound. Mm-hmm. First Premier League uh, team coming to Allianz Field. Yeah. 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 E- yeah. Even though we've played two Premier League teams before. Yeah, Swansea and who was the other one? Bournemouth. Bournemouth, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I totally blocked that name out. <laughs> um, you know who should? Sammy I don't and know. Jack. Can I ask that jelly sandwich, though? I'm, I'm mm. starving. <laughs> uh, I am also hungry. Uh, the, diving what? header from Anwar El Ghazi to open up the scoring for Villa. Um, El Ghazi then took a shot from outside the box, deflected, and the goalkeeper came out to catch it at his belly button, which is not where you are supposed to catch if you are a goalkeeper. Now again, ended up heading the ball into the open net for the ultimate winner. Yeah. Uh, Darby did, did, did one back to substitute Jack Redruth in. Sorry, uh, Marriott. But uh, too, a little too late. Uh, uh, that was a good dumb joke. Back after three years in, in the championship. But the championship is a game. And, and a league and multiple other things. And they'll join Bristol City. Was it? No, no, not Bristol City. Uh, Sheffield, Norwich. Sheffield United yeah. Norwich. Norwich City. I don't know where that Bristol Sheffield. City from. They're still in the championship. Yes. Next year. But the championship <laughs> is a game. Sure it is. Uh, Charlton with a 2-1 win over Sunderland, meaning that they get promoted into the championship. But the championship is a game. God <laughs> damn it, Nick. He's so happy. He's, he's so happy right now. Now that he's on top of things. He is stoked for it. Um, Sunderland Till I Die has just been promoted into your <laughs> Netflix queue for season two. Uh, um, are they doing another season? Uh, I at, so. at this point. They better. That would just be but, heartbreaking to watch them be like so optimistic that they're going to go up. And then mm-hmm. over the last like month of the season, fall into the playoffs and then lose it's just on heartbreaking 94th minute fashion. If you did watch the first season of season, Sunderland Until I Die, uh, Johnny Williams, who was on loan at Sunderland that, during that season, uh, also allowed the cameras to film some of his uh, talks with a therapist in the therapy and counseling sessions, which was very cool of him to do and kind of Definitely very was. cool of the series to do. He is now with Charlton, which Ooh. is... That's ironic. Must be yeah. great for his self-esteem. And I hope, if you watch the series, I hope he got that dog he was talking about getting because he... I just hope yeah. he's happy. He sounds yeah. like a really nice guy. Yeah. Dogs right. make everyone happy. Right, cat? Tranmere <laughs> <laughs> win the uh, League One promotion playoff over Newport County. And I guess because it's effectively still in this England segment, let's talk about some previews of the Europa League and Champions League finals between all oh, on, English only know sides. That only one of those finals matters. You know that, right? I will let you know that <laughs> this is sadly enough one of the most important games for Arsenal in years. Yeah. It'll be an exciting I'm so game. upset about that fact, but beating Chelsea and getting into the Champions League is going to be a season deciding thing for next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Given yeah. the amount of budget that it's between fifty to sixty million in the transfer budget. Exactly. Yeah. And if there's a team that's close to the top that needs fifty to sixty million dollars in its transfer budget it's all of a sudden. Chelsea. <laughs> no, they can't even use it. So yeah, <laughs> they can't yeah. use it exactly. Um, as far as the Champions League goes, Liverpool versus Tottenham. I am not confident at all, but I will need to be 
very boisterous and have a lot of bravado on game day. Um, By bravado, do you mean alcohol? Oh, yes. Um, lots and lots of beer. My wife and Shane's fiance are doing indoor skydiving for Taylor's birthday. And Shane and I will be watching this game. And I don't know who's yes. going to have more of a their stomach in their in their chest or in their throat. I don't know who's going to vomit afterwards. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's this guy right here. Yep. He is pointing at himself. Yeah, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this is a audio medium. <laughs> Let's move into our final segment tonight. A segment that we call They Don't Call It Soccer in brackets. Some do, though. It is our segment where we talk about soccer from the rest of the world. And, of course, we need to focus on the Bundesliga playoff. No, no. We could just go to Collins think and skip no, to that. No, no, no. no. Talk about this, there's, Shane. A, there's a reason I said last segment. It's so we can focus entirely on the fact that Union Berlin won 2-2 on away goals. Yeah. To get into the Bundesliga for the first time at the expense of VFB Stuttgart, yeah. relegated to the second Bundesliga for the second time in three years. Yeah, we're going to get a Berlin derby. It's going to be pretty fun. Um, it's going to be a good year for Bundesliga. Ah, I can't be this optimistic. No, no, no you can't um, because you are a Stuttgart fan for <laughs> reasons that are unknown yeah. to us. Which to our next question. Why? Um... <laughs> Spent some time in Stuttgart. It was right after they won the champions. Loved it. Loved the atmosphere around it. Got a jersey and scarf, and that's how it happened. But right now, it's it's been very disappointing. We had three coaches this year, new uh, president of players. Um, it's it, it's just in chaos, and it kind of showed. Uh, we don't have a cohesive team. Um, they, it's... They give up a lot of possession. They give up a lot of stupid goals. Ron Roberts-Zeeler wasn't good this year. He was great last year. I thought he should have been included in the World Cup squad as a backup, maybe a third goalkeeper. But he was he was pretty bad this year, and everyone was bad this year. Last year, we were almost in Europa League. This year, we're, we're, we're in Bundesliga 2. Stuttgart also losing probably the best player in Benjamin Favard to Bavarian Giants. Oh, we're going to lose a lot of players. We're going to... Yeah, and you won't yeah. be the first one to leave. Um, where would where do you see the team going from here? Is there a uh, way out? Yeah. Um, we're just going to do what we did last uh, last time, probably, and buy up a bunch of crappy Bundesliga players, uh, players that are on the lower portion of, of the Bundesliga, and hopefully they can help us win promotion back. Last, last time we were in... That's why Bundesliga, we earned promotion back pretty quick. Yeah, it was, it, was it was a good year for the that. The first year, they yep. won the lead. Yeah. Yep. And uh, this question, are you going to find any other teams to support in this trying time? Might uh, I suggest uh, Union Berlin? <laughs> no, 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 no. And I, I don't know. I'm going to try to figure out if I can watch the Bundesliga 2 games and we'll see what happens. I've been, I've been scouting the Serie A. Seeing if there's any fun teams there. Roma looks cool. So, oh. Alec will be happy to hear that. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, but thoughts and prayers, Shane. Thoughts and prayers. Yep. Uh, DFB Pokal final. Uh, Bayern Munich comprehensive three 0 win over RB Leipzig. Tyler Adams did get the start in this game. Uh, did not help them out that much. No. Uh, Lewandowski was fantastic. It was an easy win for Bayern. Like almost all of their games this year. They again. Ran through the Bundesliga and not really much of a chance. Dortmund, 
kind of played around with it, but it's Bayern's league. It's always been Bayern's league. It'll still be Bayern's league. Uh, Lead match Clausura final. Uh, Leon lost to Tidres one nothing on aggregate. Uh, I didn't realize this game was this was two legs. That means one yep. leg was nothing, nothing, and one game was one yeah. nothing, and that but, seems very boring. Yeah, but surprisingly enough, uh, Leon tried as hard as they could to make it a four 0 loss multiple times in that first leg. Leon had almost own goals from their defenders doing really terrible attempted reverse clearances. I, I thought the keeper was going to strangle his defender. I, I think the keeper should have strangled his defender, I think the Shane. keeper did strangle the defenders when the cameras were <laughs> off. <laughs> Copa del Rey, 2-1 win for Valencia, of all teams, over Barcelona. Shocking, shocking results. Yeah, uh, Kevin DeMero and Rodrigo score quick first half goals for Valencia. And Messi... Tried to do it all and couldn't. Yeah. He scored once, but I think uh, Suarez hit the post once. Uh, Messi hit the post or came close two or three times. Barcelona Just, probably, on chances alone, deserved to win. But if you don't finish your chances, you're, yeah. uh, and you're, you're Messi. You should be able to finish those chances. But Bruno Valencia wasn't complete parody throughout the entire uh, European top leagues where the winner of the top or winner of the lead also won the winner of the major domestic cup so yes indeed um speaking of la liga uh we have to talk about this breaking today 11 current and former players arrested for match fixing in both the top and second divisions in spain uh specifically revolving around st huesca a team that i believe finished dead last in la liga this year the 19th place i think and close enough yeah this whole situation didn't start with their play this year. It started with their promotion last year from the second division. Correct. It, watch this space. There's going to be uh, plenty more as those players uh, start to be noted out. Uh, one last thing that we have to mention. Uh, wasn't it weird when everyone thought that Pep Guardiola was going to be coaching Juventus and then like nobody talked about it after like five hours? That happened this week. That did happen this week. I was very happy for like five hours. Sorry, bro. Sorry. Thanks, Nick, for posting that in our Slack channel and did me all excited. Yeah. I missed it completely, so yeah. it must have been breaking news. It, it, it was broken news, I'm fairly certain. Uh, with that, it is time to bid us adieu for another week. It's time for us to tell the good people where you can find you on Twitter. Shane, start us up. Uh, give me one second. I am at Shane Hodgson four, I believe. Yeah, Shane Hodgson four. Hey, he knows his own Twitter account. <laughs> if you that's, can't, that's better than me and my phone number. So good for you, man. <laughs> if you can't find them, just just follow all four Shane Hodgsons you can find because there's only four of them on. Twitter. I'm sure they're all great guys too. Shane Hodgsons are notably great guys. Yeah. <laughs> my chart record is. Mediocre wow. at best. <laughs> I'm at KLS in 716. Also, um, hopefully doing more stuff on United fans with some live videos. You saw Shane on there last two weeks ago for the Columbus game. You saw me there pre-game in the Wonderwall, which was crazy because I was always hit. A Larry Olam shot came like two hours ahead of me. And it wasn't. 
I wasn't paying attention. So it's kind of scary, but also a lot yeah. of high energy fun. Um, yeah. So we're doing more live videos before and after games and maybe reacting to it. If there's any news for signings and stuff like that. We'll see how that goes. Uh, you can find Notch over at Lock, Stock, Spock. You can find me at The Attachment. You can find my writing also over at E Pluribus Lunum. And you can, of course, find producer Nick at Nick Rodriguez on Twitter. Did I forget anyone? I'm not used to doing this part of the show. Um, oh, yeah. I think our account at TWO United. I'm pretty fans. sure I said that. Did I not say that? I don't know if you did. You probably well, either did. way. We got it covered. Yeah, you whatever. Mission to love editing this. Yeah. Tell your friends who listen to We Call It Soccer. You can subscribe to our pod on fine podcast providers everywhere. With that, we officially bid you adieu for another seven days. Let's hope that Notch uh, somehow gets out of jail in Atlanta. Bye, everyone. Sorry, Notch. Okay.